0: Hi, my name's Alistair
1: Hi, my name's Kat and this is Bampop Productions Podcast
0: What do you have for us today, Catherine? You were going to ask me that, but you just told me you had an idea Something you wanted to talk about Well,
1: I've been listening Hmm. to a lot of podcasts about professionals Ah. As one does in one's spare time And a lot of this has to do with negligence in professional jobs What happens when a doctor conducts a surgery so bad the person's paralyzed? What happens if doctors wrongly assume that parents have abused their child and the parents end up charged and in prison and they take their child away from them? What happens when lawyers give such bad advice that the person ends up in a worse predicament than they were before? so professional incompetence I guess is the word what happens in that case how would you equate compensation in that way like what monetary value would you put on pain and suffering Allie? so say if a doctor has been so incompetent and your child has died surely you could be really harsh and say well they can have another kid or they have another kid
0: Surely it comes down to whether they're found to have acted in a way that's negligent. Like, people die in hospitals all the time. People yeah, exactly. die at the hands of doctors all the time who have the best intentions and follow do everything by the book. Like...
1: So I think suing professionals, especially doctors, is very difficult. I imagine it would be, yeah. And I know in the state of Texas, they actually have a cap on monetary
0: payouts from lawsuits you were talking to me about this the other day i think my question is was that uh like is that the maximum under any case like surely that the cap has specific instances that applies to i don't know enough about it it said texas because but that's
1: one state i mean the next like state perhaps your payout could be bazillions i mean because each like state has their own scope when it comes to their lawmaking right in the united states i don't know much about how payouts work for negligence or that in the uk
0: i would just imagine that i don't know this but i'd be surprised if they had this this cap for every case like you can imagine some pretty extreme ones where yeah, Let's where... say a doctor's gone on a killing spree and the hospital has a would him and yeah. said, oh, he's fine to be killing people with a knife. Like, that's the practice that we do here. I'd imagine in cases like that are so clear-cut, I'd imagine you can go, you know, hell for leather and sue the shit out of them. I just can't imagine... Like, I'd imagine that the limit is for, like, applies in specific instances. Well, you know? it's
1: interesting I... that you mention that because did you hear of Dunge? He was a... Uh doctor in texas who was performing uh well when i say a lot of operations he i think was active in surgeries for about a year and a bit he killed two people on the operating table he paralyzed another two one of them being his best friend because he operated on his best friend wow and he maimed uh the rest of the patients so badly that a lot of them like their left sides are paralyzed so he was almost like one of the doctors that saw him perform said, this guy's, like, doing everything wrongly intentionally. But Mm. that means that he was, in essence, intentionally killing people. But that makes no sense to me why you would kill people and gain nothing on the operating table. Right, sure. So they decided... uh, So he was actually charged with... Wait, like, if you let me...
0: Yeah, no dead air, remember. Yeah, so if you let me check,
1: he was charged with... I think it was several counts of malpractice, but I think equally manslaughter, So he was charged with hurting an elderly person, gross malpractice. Those were the charges. Um, And apparently, at least in the US, and I think so in the rest of the world, it's very unusual for prosecutors to actually go out and out to charge a doctor with this. Normally, it results in lawsuits in the US and the compensation claims Mm, here. But this guy, they said that this guy was actually doing it intentionally. I just think he was severely mentally ill. Almost perhaps delusional. But the psychiatrist said that he did show traits of being a psychopath. But equally, he also showed traits for being... Highly functioning. Yeah, some people said he showed showed traits for being high for being completely living outside of reality. Yet he managed to get through medical school and the training. Some others said he was very so- sociopathic, and then some some other people said it it like wouldn't have mattered what career that man went into because he was so severely mentally ill he would have hurt people. Mm. But that's gross malpractice, which in reality is very real, hard because that's criminal charges. And sadly enough, in the state of Texas, because of these laws capping pain and suffering, um, a lot of the patients didn't get that much money because it doesn't value the economic side of it because as you know in the united states healthcare is all insurance based i mean unless you're down here in society where then the like state provides for some right
0: i guess that's unusual though
1: because those were criminal charges right they said that like he intended but why would you do that like was he so far gone but i don't get that yeah i I still don't really understand it I mean, the guy must have been highly delusional, but highly functioning at the same time.
0: He couldn't have been too delusional, though. I mean, like, if you... But but what I mean is, like, you can't... Like, he was found fit to stand trial. So, I mean, he knew what his actions were, regardless. You know, if you are, you know... I'm sure if they... Yeah, if he'd been incredibly mentally unwell, they would have been able to argue that and like, you know, it, he would be dealt with within, you know, kind of psychiatric care rather than a, a criminal charge. He's in charge. prison now. He is in prison, which kind of shows that, you know, he was found fit to know what his actions were, regardless of whether he has mental health, you know, lots of people have mental health problems, but they're able to stand trial Do and be accounta- and be accountable for their actions.
1: Do you think he was a psychopath?
0: I really don't know enough about it. I wouldn't feel comfortable saying either way. I only know that he did such things on the operating table. With I don't
1: know. Like, it was almost as if the doctor, John, who was saying that he was intentionally doing it wrongly. Yeah. But normally, when doctors, like, remember Harold
0: Shipman?
1: Shipman, like, he yeah. was getting written into wills. So there was, like, a monetary greed game, But with this guy, it wasn't the case. So I don't understand why you would intentionally kill people through surgery, especially consecutively. Because everyone that he operated on ended up... Well, two were dead. Two were paralysed. One was from the waist down, and the other one was from the neck down. But the other one that was a neck down was his friend. Because mm. he operated on his friend, which I, I thought there was... Well, not laws against that. But ethically, should you really be performing operations mm, and friends?
0: You'd think that you could conflict your way out. You should conflict Conflict your way out. out.
1: Because what if something went wrong and they were your friend?
0: Yeah. Although I think in fairness, in most professions, they only really deal with kind of sexual relationships in that way. It's not really friendship, you know, like... You can be friends with the person you represent as a lawyer, but you're not really allowed to have a sexual relationship with them. And um, that's seen as being too conflicting. Although I remember I just saw something on the Legal Eagle YouTube channel, mm-hmm. the guy. He um was saying that in California that was only recently changed, like in the last decade or so. Um it used to be perfectly legal to go at it with your clients, which you can really see as being a <laughs> huge conflict of interest.
1: Yeah that would really that would seem like the worst thing to do mm. in that type of so-called transactional relationship because it is a transactional relationship yeah i mean in theory you're paid to provide a service right so then when you add sex into the mix it's it I mean, confusing
0: right yeah but i think um the you kind know, of doctor thing i don't like i would certainly feel uncomfortable providing a professional service most professional services to a friend Uh you can see why you would get conflicts arising from that but as I say I don't think I think normally these are like these rules are written with kind of sexual relationships Mm -hmm. in mind rather than kind of just normal friendships Um, tough one but weird one though that these people are able to get away with it and you know I think doctors are probably the lowest like, role in society. I don't think What I... do
1: you think about the fact that. I you just want to
0: say, I've never met a doctor that I've liked or an ex doctor. They're all absolute bottom feeding scum.
1: Ali, my father is a doctor. Oh, And had. you get along with him really
0: well. Yeah, but he wasn't really a doctor in his professional life.
1: Oh, what? Yeah. Listeners, that's not true. Ali, he went to medical school. He went to medical school. And don't say it was a, not a real medical school because it was in Malaysia. Because it
0: was. I didn't say that. You said that. Well, you've said Why that Why did before. you say that? No, I haven't.
1: Yes, you have.
0: Okay. Sorry. No, I'm joking. I, I think...
1: Um, I don't think they're all that bad, is what you're saying.
0: I think being a doctor, particularly in the UK, is... Uh, it's fairly low paying in the UK compared to other countries where you can be a doctor Um it's a lot of hard work from a very young age and it's an interesting one but I kind of think that being a doctor is a very difficult job but you do hear these stories where there seems to be very little in the way of not oversight, but, you know, people don't really seem to get questioned that much when things are going particularly wrong. So you can think of the Harold Shipman case, and there's been a few cases where nurses have been found to be changing doses or administering the wrong amounts of things or whatever. But was that intentionally? Uh, with intent, there's been a So few they were cas-
1: intentionally killing?
0: There's been a few cases, yeah. Um... I've been a few cases where they've been disabling someone by giving them high doses of things. Like, you know, like giving them permanent kind of brain damage what or whatever. What was
1: the reason? Was it greed
0: to uh, get into people's wills? Or was it remember, they were just insane? I can't remember the exact ones. I think I read a story about... I vaguely remember in the UK there was a nurse that um, had used a very high level of insulin on a patient. And it was pretty much just to get power of attorney and then get the access to the finances kind of thing.
1: Doesn't that look really obvious, though, if, like, but then you then wonder, like, with Dunge, the doctor in the US, and with Shipman, because he was being written into multiple wills, and these were, like, well, they were all old hens. None of them were men, actually, so I don't know whether we can charm them, but... um.
0: Here it comes. (coughs) Oh, dear God, there's the COVID. No, it's not. It might be.
1: And um, listeners, it's not, Ali, it's not. It's not. And it just seemed really obvious. So the question is, why why weren't people round about him? Like the lawyers that, because I'm presuming that these women that unfortunately died would have had to have gone to solicitors. Mm. Doesn't that come off as a bit strange that you write your doctor? Because inevitably that would have been, because it seemed that when I saw that case years ago, because that happened back in the 90s. So then I was here, child, when they were talking about the news, it seemed really obvious. So why weren't people around about him saying, oh, this seems a bit strange? Maybe
0: that's more common than we think. Like medical carers being written into wills. At the last... I think you should probably have a, a, another party involved at that stage to help you make those decisions right. But... Maybe it is a more common thing that if someone spent, you, you know, you can imagine it's, someone it's, it's, who hasn't seen thing. their family much over yeah. the last decade of their life and the person in that's the per, mm-hmm. been there for them. Like, you can see why that they might want to do that. It does seem fairly obvious, though. I, I wonder, though, like, it's something we've talked about in policing before where, you know, it, it, policing isn't really that cut and dry in most situations. There are some where we can look at it and say, oh, police abuse was rife there or Mm -hmm. you can look and say yeah that was clearly wrong but there's a lot of cases where there is discretion available to police officers and if they're going to say use violence in a situation or lethal force then maybe someone else wouldn't have done it but it was acceptable and you know I, i think because there's the consequences are so high because there are so many possible actions you can take you tend to find that police will tend to um form around each other in Mm -hmm. most situations they'll back each other up maybe statements change a little bit or whatever it's different kind of different now with kind of body cams and whatnot but Mm. you'll tend to find that you know professionally they'll back each other up and even do things that are maybe a bit questionable to do that but I feel it's personally I think you can see cases where that goes really wrong but a lot of the time it's you know situations where it's kind of questionable whether a decision was right or wrong, and you could probably go either way on it. I wonder if maybe the medical community is a bit same, where, you know, any time a patient dies during the time you're treating them, I guess you could ask whether there was negligence there almost every time. You know, could you have done more? You could always have done more. I wonder if there's maybe a bit of a culture where, you know, people tend to get backed up a bit too readily without the full facts. Typically with these professions, you Um... only throw someone to the wolves if they've fucked up in a way that they really couldn't come back from. Um, it's very obvious. I think a lot of the time, if people mm. even mess up a little bit, you know, it was probably fine what they did. It was probably within the bounds of, you know, acceptable decision-making. But if the consequences for that action could be that someone gets stricken, like has their, you know... Um, you get a medical, is that a medical licence you get in the UK? Or is it you're just... Register? What's it called? No, I think... What's the form that allows you to practice medicine? I'm, I'm basically just asking... Yeah, you could be stricken off the record kind of thing. You could be removed Yeah, from...
1: doctors have a medical licence in the UK yeah. and that can be suspended or it can be revoked.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that typically you're going to find that... Maybe in professions like that, I would suspect... No, you're going to find... But I would suspect that you you'd find a lot of people are willing
1: to turn a blind eye you mean
0: maybe a bit yeah yeah i think they're so. not willing to it... snitch
1: on a colleague because the costs would, yeah. would be very
0: high i think it's one of those professions where you can maybe imagine that you're dealing with life or death you the consequences for the doctor are very severe and a lot of the times when the consequences are severe nothing particularly wrong has been done like most times when police officers they go into a huddle or collude a little bit. It's probably not that wrong. I know it might be a bit controversial, but it's probably just part and parcel of dealing with very active, moving situations. And that's probably why, with that culture in place, so many police officers can get away with doing horrendous stuff because they're not willing to call each other out. Because 90% of the time that you huddle around and change the facts a bit, it's actually acceptable. I wonder if the same thing happens in medicine, where, because 90% of the time, It's pretty much fine whatever someone's done. There's maybe a bit of a culture backing up. I don't know. Or not looking too hard to find a problem. Um, And maybe that's why these people get to do these things for so so long. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing a bit here.
1: Well, I would agree with you on the culture. Maybe not the terminology I should use, the culture of silence. But I do definitely think that there is a lot of apprehension about... Actually, grassing up a colleague, which is what they would say in the UK. And right. In the US, they would say snip, snitching um, yes. because of the professional and the personal cost to you. Because to be honest with you, people would view you as not being loyal, even though you may have done the right thing in the moral sense. And I think it would be very hard for people, and especially nowadays if the case gets a lot of attention for them to retain a professional job Hmm. it's kind of like people that sue their ex-employers they they take a stand on that but the thing is though in reality i've known one or two people to have done that and it means that it's really hard for them to find a job afterwards because fundamentally people don't want to be sued by their ex by the ex staff so then they make because nothing's private now that's the thing so it's always made known um. so definitely snitching on your colleague and the thing is though the other thing is after talking to my dad about this is that the hierarchy within the medical system really in all countries is such that the doctor's up here and the nurse are down here yeah sure so there there was actually the case with Dunch is that the nurse did say this doesn't seem right and then he was shot back because he was a nurse now the way the hierarchy works is that Generally nurses take instructions from the doctor not unless the life of the patient is at severe risk. Sure. But with Dunge there was a guy on the operating table and everything was wrong. And see when the operation happens it's not just one surgeon. There's actually quite a few, but there's also the nurses and there's techs. Yeah. And they were all saying according to their role and their job, nothing had been done right, yet they were also unwilling because he was a doctor. Yeah. And it actually took another doctor to physically go, no, you can't do that. Yet this guy was allowed to go around all the hospitals in Dallas. And uh, he killed two people. He paralyzed another two and the rest of them were heavily maimed. Um, And he actually operated as a surgeon for a year and a half before one of the doctors said, listen, I need to take this to the prosecutors. And even then, only then were the state board willing to to temporarily suspend his license. He wasn't even had it revoked. He temporarily suspended. And it wasn't until the solicitors became involved. Well, they don't say solicitors. So the prosecutors became involved. Yeah. That it stopped and I was like, they let this man basically operate and botch up thirty-three people for a year and a half. And the thing is though he kept getting jobs at hospitals, but he worked his way down the hospitals. So he went from good hospitals to ones that weren't very good because some because some hospitals are not yeah. particularly competent. Um and that was done. He's now serving life imprisonment. But it's highly unusual for doctors in any country. To get legally charged and to be convicted of malpractice normally just results in a payout that's sure. civil law and and that's through the but hospital or the institution it's not the like doctor that will pay out
0: but i do think that normally with these things it's a type of like the action probably doesn't warrant that like it may be like th- there are yes. often reasons for it i think that you know a lot of the time doctors will be following practices which are normal. Like, it'll come years after the fact. Like, do you remember the there was a thing recently with women that had, had meshes put in for hernias? Um, I can't like remember. a little net? Yeah, I can't remember if it was stomach or kind of vaginal thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they, they were able to sue because they have been in great discomfort. I mean, horrendous pain the thing hasn't gone right, but
1: oh, Sounds horrible.
0: I don't think doctors were kind of brought, but I think it was a kind of standard practice at the time, but um, I think they found out that actually it shouldn't have been. Um, so it was a problem with procedures rather than an individual deliberately doing something. Like I don't think anyone recommended these this treatment in good, in bad faith. Like I think it was done with the best intentions. You know to provide medical treatment. I can see why. Like it would be dealt with say civilly rather than the individual. Because um, yeah. I think often people are operating. Most of the time people are operating within, you know maybe questionable areas where you could say this is right or this is right or it that's go wrong. It could
1: that way or that way. Then you could argue yeah. either way,
0: which, you know, it's a, a lot of these jobs are going to be like that. You're dealing with you know, sometimes very unusual situations. I and... mean,
1: I get that, but that Christopher Dunch guy right. seemed to be... Also, don't you think it's very wrong that the system allowed him to do that for as long for a year and a half? Mm. And if you think that case is bad... Have you heard of another doctor in the US, Farid Fata? No. Charged also with gross malpractice, kickbacks, and money laundering. Oh,
0: is this one you were talking about the other day? He was
1: a cancer doctor, mm. Dell, in blood cancer. So, and he operated for years as a doctor, and he had his own practice for five or six years, and apparently he, in reality... He and Theo dealt with thousands of patients, but in the actual case that they eventually had, there was a mere couple of hundred that they could pinpoint. He wrongly, he would wrongly tell many of them that right. they didn't have cancer and put them on chemo, which in essence, if you don't have cancer, is a poison to you and it makes you really sick regardless. And then he would underdose many people or he dosed them too much, meaning that he charged the insurance. $54 million eventually.
0: it's yeah. insane. I just want to say, I do do remember you were telling me about this yesterday, and I actually had a weird dream last night where someone kept trying to give me chemo. Like, I had a chemo bag, like, you know, the bags of that, yeah. That's
1: so creepy. And someone
0: kept, like, prodding it into me, and I kept pulling it out. I don't have
1: cancer, get away.
0: Yeah, and this is the thing, I was like, I don't need this. I remember I was trying to go up to someone and explain, I had the bag of, like, whatever the concoction is, you know, chemotherapy. And I was like, "Yeah, they put this in me," and I was trying to explain. I don't need this. Yeah, I, sorry, just to say, I remember you telling me because I had a weird nightmare about it where someone kept trying to give me chemo. I just remembered that there. Yeah, it was a weird ass <laughs> dream. And I just kept trying to explain to people what do I do? Like I've got <laughs> chemo in me, and I don't but think I, I don't need, need it. it. Get it away! It's <laughs> yeah. poison. I don't need
1: this poison.
0: I don't need this, man. This is pure radiation. <laughs> well, it <laughs> Get is. Get it wrecked. <laughs>
1: Well, it's so although it can kill the disease inside you, if you get too much of it or not enough of it, it's just.
0: Well, I think I heard it phrased this way that you know it is killing you, but the hope is that it kills the cancer before the it kills it you. you.
1: But what happens is is that often being on chemo actually makes a person sicker, mm. so they end up with other sicknesses. Um.
0: But that's what I mean. It's killing the person as well. You just hope that it kills that the it cancer kills the before. before it kills the person.
1: Yeah. Farid Fatah, right, largest healthcare fraud in the US.
0: That's crazy.
1: So he was charged with healthcare fraud, conspiracy to pay and receive kickbacks, and money laundering 45 years in federal prison.
0: Do you know what I find funny about that is that? in America, been on for so long. I well, know. no, just there's some people that do crimes in a way where it's like, well why when it's so easy to make money with what you're doing legally kind of thing so what what I mean is like you know in America you know as a doctor you can earn some big big bucks with the things that you go to specialize in and actually there are legal ways to get kickbacks in the US you know you can get a lot of kind of nice holidays and meals and stuff from pharma reps that want you to push their you know either generic drugs or their kind of branded drugs you know um over the competition, like if he wants to swim in that world of kickbacks and stuff, he can do that legally in the u s like why do you think he in a you know in Britain, you're very limited like you know i think I think it was a joke that you know farmer reps who were meeting doctors in the u k would hand out like mouse pads and things with the brand on it, like they were very limited in what they could do to sway a doctor but in america i'm I'm pretty sure Oh, well, a moth or like you would hello. go for a
1: meal in like taco Bell... That looks really strange. A moth Please just don't landed on my hand. I'm not going to just kill just let it. it blow
0: it's away. lovely. Oh, it's horrible little mouth.
1: Well, then put it away.
0: Yeah, go away. How
1: how do you know it's a he? I don't think they have a sex moth.
0: I I think they probably do, but.
1: No, they're gender neutral alley. Well, they eggs. have no sexual identity. Not they.
0: Those would be the girl moths. Right, so they have a gender a well now
1: let's get back to what you were saying prior uh
0: i was just saying that you know you can swim in kickbacks in the u.s if you're a so doctor why like, like he... why bother why? doing it it's just yeah. one of those cases where i'm like why would you do something illegally when
1: do you think this guy was a bit psychopathic as well
0: maybe but it's, it's like do you cause... think
1: he was like just like oh because i run all this i can do all this is the power well, but So it's you know, also a power trip, possibly. like a really bad one that, like, well, really, I mean, would, would have killed many people. But there
0: are some criminal activities that don't have a good analogue to, like, legitimate career paths or whatnot, but a lot of them do, like, if you're doing certain types of work in an illegal sense those are skills that can allow you to make a lot of money legitimately as well. Like, you know, kind of organizational or running people or whatever it is you're doing. Like it, it's just some, there's some crime criminals where I'm like, yeah, of course you did that because there's nothing else to do. But then there's some where I'm just like, you could have made tons of money legitimately in another industry. <laughs> like why bother with that? I don't know. It seems like such a, the one that always gets me, I know it's a slightly different topic now, but it's where you'll have a business that stays successful and, like they'll get involved with say money laundering and like the money laundering will make up maybe 30% of the revenue and they'll only get a small kickback from that. And it's like, you know, you've boosted your income by like only ten percent, but you're taking all the legal risk. Like, what's the point? Like... So maybe that's a power
1: trip, or maybe it's greed, or maybe they are being forced into it. Right. Yeah. That. So can happen. perhaps mm-hmm. like a lot of bad gangsters come along and really force their hand. Threatment. Either that, or they're on a power trip and saying, "Oh well, we all know this, and no one else does," or they are greedy, but it's not like they gain that much more.
0: That's the thing. like There's been cases. That's the only of... thing
1: I can think of. Um, um,
0: I don't want to say too much. Like this was. It doesn't this sound is all, very
1: sensible, but
0: this yeah. is all public record. Like there was actually a court case to go with it, but there was a restaurant in Edinburgh when I first moved up. So which one? Wow, well, but I don't want to say too much. You don't.
1: You 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 sound like a reporter. Like a was like. Well, I'm not going to go on the record. Let's just say it was on Lothian Road.
0: It. It's all public. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a road, Greek yeah. restaurant actually. Oh, um, okay. Uh, it was, um, they were found to be money laundering, and the case was so strange, because... Why, why? The owner didn't really have, it didn't seem he had many connections, though. I guess... Just it, a random guy that save. ran a
1: restaurant?
0: Yeah, I think, like, the actual income, like, the, the profit, he... It added about 20% to the profitability of the restaurant, so maybe it was, you know, a bit more than that, extra income in his pocket, but... You're thinking that like he'd built this restaurant over his whole life. He was approached by some people that asked if he wanted to do it. He said yes. And it's like, you know, we ask this question a lot when we're in Edinburgh, like so many businesses that will only take cash. Now, it's probably a tax thing, but it's a bit weird. Yeah, because they're
1: not paying tax in the cash because that's...
0: But it opens yourself is. up to be able to do things like that. But often, this was said. Like this weird case. It was about 10 years ago. And like, okay. they weren't actually getting that much more money than they'd had to start with. How
1: were they money laundering? Because they weren't paying tax on the cash in hand. No, no, no. They were taking
0: illegal money in and so they were, let's say Uh, they had... and then they cleaned it. Yeah, let's say they had 10 customers for an average, like, lunch session, uh-huh. they would say they actually had 20 and they'd put the illegal money through as as kind of cash there. Like,
1: was it drug money? I don't, some... it
0: probably a range because of things. Because they must have gotten that It must have been a range, yeah. So it would
1: be a process.
0: So you'd imagine the money would arrive in whatever, like a box, and then if you are like, the manager, you would just write down some random names for reservations and you would make it look as though there was more business coming through than there was. Uh, I mean... uh uh-huh.
1: I think in reality that's very common. Why were they done for it though? Did someone snitch on them? I don't know. I don't
0: know any of any like of that. Was a, a
1: rather disgruntled. But as I said, it was a staff member,
0: family-owned business. Right. So they would have all known about it. It was just weird. I, I think as well. Two thousand. That kind of time. Two thousand eight, two thousand ten. That sort of period. Yeah, that was, was kind of strange in that there was a lot of sort of um, automated. Computerized methods for finding fraud, like you're finding banks doing a lot more checking of transactions and stuff, and uh-huh. I actually think a lot of people probably just weren't aware of how easy it was to look at the numbers and figure. I'm sure they probably just flashed up on some bank teller screen and said, "This is really sus. Go find something out." Like people weren't really aware of the processes at that time. I don't think it's like you know some of the true crime things that we watch occasionally, like. There was a period, kind of 2014 to 2016. It's kind of by chance
1: that they're discovered.
0: But specifically, in 2014 to 2016, most of the cases were solved because... Everyone had a smartphone, but very few people realised just how much they were tracking them at that time. Uh, so but now people know. Now people know. So this like there was a time, 2014 to 2016, where all the cases were solved by a mobile phone having tracked the person by where the body was discovered. You don't get that anymore because, you know, everyone's kind of aware of the phones. I suspect it was probably something like that. Like, you know, they were laundering the money, but, you know, they weren't aware of just how obvious it looked you know on a bank statement or something. I'd imagine it was something like that I think. Um...
1: Or the only other thing I can think of because I can't imagine that prosecutors or the police would have kind of intentionally come after the small Greek restaurant in Edinburgh meaning that someone within it said something. Yeah. Either an ex staff member that was pissed off or maybe... maybe... Kind of where the money was coming from, someone there got caught and right. added them out could like out... you mentioned yeah. by like chance the banks are like that looks a bit odd, <laughs> and you know banks are obligated to report a certain amount of them. I mean, yeah. I'm sure a lot of them they don't, but they need to be seen especially then right
0: oh, know, well, after I don't think they two thousand eight
1: well, are they not obligated to no, what
0: I'm saying is I don't think they'd have any problem turning it in. I think when it comes to big clients you know, they maybe want the to turn out yeah. a blind eye. Like, I've read a few reports that after the 2008 financial crisis that um, basically cartel money kept most of the banks afloat. Like, the real Shock incentive horror. to... horror, what? Yeah, money laundering.
1: <laughs> Drug money? I never would have I do remember
0: HSBC was fined really heavily for it's one of the biggest yeah. fines in history because they'd taken billions in fees and for... And they still operate. Yeah. Like... But what I'm but saying they're is. they're for
1: richer people. Uh, yeah, you have to be rich to get a bank account. I them. think if
0: a bank found a small business doing it, they wouldn't have any incentive to try and. They get in so much trouble for hiding it and there's no money in it for them. Like, I don't yeah. see why they would. So they wouldn't, yeah. yeah.
1: I don't. Yeah, you do wonder why people sometimes do these things because in hindsight it seems like why would you take such risk for this much more? Right,
0: yeah. No, it's, it's crazy.
1: Uh, okay, well. What are your parting words about professional incompetence?
0: Bye from Alistair.
1: <laughs> Bye from Cat. <laughs> Bye from Bampot Productions podcast.
0: Actually, we do have a wee finishing thing to do. I don't really, really? have any partner thoughts on that, but I was okay. wondering if you wanted to give the podcast Twitter account.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's Bampot Pod.
0: Yeah, at Bampot Pod.
1: It's at Bampot Pod. So the at symbol B A M. M for mother. Oh. Um. Bam. Pot. Mm. No! P O T. P O D. Sorry, I you got. You spelled
0: BAM with an M. MAM, pot,
1: pot. No, with an M for mother. B A
0: M. Yeah, BAM. Oh yeah, you were given the M at the end. Ah, uh-huh.
1: so actually, I was correct. Okay. Bampotpod at Bampotpod. Now, now you've really thrown me. And that was really mean, and I spelled it correctly. It really wasn't that mean. Yeah. It wasn't. Okay. Okay. Bye from Cat.
0: Bye from Alistair.
1: Bye from Bampot Productions and leave tweets, please. Bye. Bye.